Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we good are. Morning. End Times Friday, and this is uh, going to air, I believe, the Friday after Thanksgiving on the uh, 20, yes, 24th. Yes, official Riccone decorating day. Yeah. So, it's a holiday in and of itself. <laughs> so uh, our uh, podcast is, uh, you know, called Come and, Come and See, Finding Truth in a World of Chaos. The world is in chaos. Uh, I think on Friday, uh, your uh, house becomes chaos, right? <laughs> yes, but chaos with purpose. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this will be our official decorating day, which no one can tell at the moment. Um, but it'll be so much fun. Looking forward to it. There will be Christmas everywhere, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, we're, uh, you know, we taped this a little bit early, obviously, and our house has our, we have our Christmas trees up. And uh, next week, they officially dec- decorate the house. So uh, mm-hmm. we uh, we typically do it mid-November, partly because we, uh, we want to relax during Thanksgiving um, and then get ready for the season. As uh, this year, uh, our kids are taking us on a cruise in the Caribbean. So right, oh, you've so, got to be getting excited. Uh, so we're we're excited about that. It'll be uh, warm weather. It's starting to get cold here. How about out there? Yeah, as we speak, it is officially uh, having mixed precipitation. Yeah. So we are <laughs> we're we're hitting the cold, and honestly, I'm in the mood for it. I'm ready for it this year. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Um, well, uh, as we've been uh, following uh, this saga of the Israel war mm. uh, with Hamas, um, lots is happening. Uh, and uh, we try to keep up again by the time it's broadcast, <laughs> the actually the next things that have, have happened. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So we uh, we try to just keep up with what we can as, as we are. So um, uh, I think, you know, as we set it up, uh, you know, on October 7th, uh, they were attacked by Hamas in a massive attack. Uh, they took ground uh, activity, came in, uh, went to a mm-hmm. mu- music festival, uh, captured 250 plus people, hostages, killed about a thousand, and then they barraged them with uh, missiles. Mm-hmm. Um, we had discussed that uh, because of the peace treaty that was being developed between Saudi Arabia uh, and Israel, uh, that Netanyahu four days before had said there were never closer to peace, hmm. uh, partly because right. of the uh, activity of the Saudis who were representing that Hamas and Hezbollah and Iran mm-hmm. were willing to soften their positions, which was necessary in order to get peace. Right. Uh, so they thought that way. Uh, and then, of course, then four days later, uh, Hamas has this massive barrage against them, uh, the thought was that, well, because of what was going on, they let their guard down. Uh, mm-hmm. But then we discovered that there were the troops were amassing and being trained 
by Iran. And so because of the skill of the intelligence of Israel, uh, we can pretty well be assured that they knew what was happening. Uh, mm-hmm. It didn't surprise them. They just decided that because of what they continually were going to do against them, that they were going to allow this to happen so that they then could, could, could uh, retaliate with a action that was, right now, the goal is to eliminate them uh, and never let them do what they're doing in terms of uh, attacking you know, Israel. Right. Uh, so they, they then returned it with uh, missiles. Uh, they brought uh, their troops to the border at the Gaza Strip. Uh, the world, United States, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, uh, Egypt, uh, even Russia weighed in and said, you know, don't go in. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll try to see if we can do a ceasefire. Um, well, they said, okay, we'll wait. Uh, the ceasefire uh, from their side was conditioned on Hamas completely uh, handing over all their arms and ending any possibility of conflict. Right, and um, hostages too, right? And giving the hostages, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, Hamas said no. Um They've captured some of the Hamas leaders, mm-hmm. uh, and they have, <laughs> which is kind of funny to me, but they've openly stated, we actually want and are preferring and are working toward a ongoing war with Israel. We want an ongoing war with Israel. Uh, wow. Yeah, so it's not just a temporary thing. It's an ongoing war that perhaps... And by the way, remember who's behind them? It's it's Iran, mm-hmm. and then who's behind that? You know, Russia, and then who's who's joining that? China, uh, and this is as we've discussed uh, out of Ezekiel thirty-eight, uh, Gog and Magog. Gog and Magog, uh, right? And they're forming up uh, right now. It's the uh, alliances that are being put together that ultimately will direct the uh, battle of, of Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Uh, against uh, Israel, uh, and it says the the Gog and Magog, the, you know, the north, uh, which happens to be Russia, uh, and then Syria, Turkey, uh, Iran, China, uh, etc. So uh, things are lining up, and they said they would like a war, an ongoing war. Eventually, thinking that Iran will join them, and Iran probably has, or at least Russia has, nuclear weapons mm-hmm. that they would like to see if they could get to a point of annihilating Israel right now and be, right. and be the conduit of it. Um, well, uh, Israel uh, waited a little bit, um, and, mm-hmm. and then they, they went in. Um, right. And they crossed the border with their troops and with their elite forces, uh, and they've already destroyed something like 15 to 20 tunnels mm-hmm. uh, that... You know, carry the people underneath the city uh, uh, to go back and forth, and uh, and now their uh, their purpose is to just keep going, eliminate all of the ammunition, all of the arms, mm-hmm. um, and try to get everybody uh, uh, to a point where they just can't function anymore. Uh, right. Okay. So that's the south. You know, Gaza Strip is on the south. Uh, Hezbollah in the north have they haven't had an all out war, but they've, but they've had more missile missiles, a little bit of activity, anyway. activity still on the North side. Uh, and they've had to defend that. And then, uh, uh, Syria, 
joined and Syria uh, actually went after American troops and Amer mm -hmm. American uh, activity. So America is joining the fight on the north and bringing, mm -hmm. bringing jet missiles, et cetera, against Syria. So it's really, right. it's really escalating. In very strategic spots, but they definitely yeah. are, you know, they're yeah. going to protect their bases there. Yeah, we haven't had an all-out war yet, right. uh, but we're, at, we're active. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, right now, uh, where we stand today is that um, uh, Israel is actively uh, inside of Gaza now, really, mm -hmm. really working toward trying to take it over complete, mm -hmm. completely. And their goal is to keep going until they do. Uh, right. You know, Hezbollah, uh, Hamas is, uh, doesn't have a lot of capability by itself to really counteract that. Um, mm -hmm. So they're, they're kind of in a place where uh, they just want to keep causing trouble. What they would like to do is draw Iran in and, and draw then uh, Hezbollah mm -hmm. uh, and the other ones into, this, into the scenario. So uh, again, uh, it's one of those activities where um, it hasn't settled down. Mm -hmm. uh, it's accelerating in intensity. And what we are to do is watch it. Mm -hmm. uh, and see which way it goes. Ultimately, there'll be something that will, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> that will come together uh, and uh, will come to a level of peace of some kind. Mm -hmm. um, and we just don't know how far it's going to go to be able to get to that place. Uh, and what I see happening is this is just, there's two things happening. One, the uh, formation of mm -hmm. Gog, and, Gog and Magog is really coming together exactly right. what the Bible said. Right. Uh, they Very fascinating. They named the countries, and those are the countries that are, mm -hmm. are lining up right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and, they're, and they are literally uh, coming together to define what they want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really, it's always intriguing to me that the scriptures can label things that this, you know, particularly a prophetic thing, this is going to happen, you know, at this time. With it's such be, detail. With yes. such detail. And it proves to be absolutely accurate. Mm -hmm. uh, and because of that, and here's the implication of that, um, we know that the Battle of Armageddon is those countries mm -hmm. uh, that are specifically named that come against them with troops. Um and because of that, and because it's forming up now formally, um, our thought is that it's in it's in motion. Mm -hmm. uh, now, when we say in motion, <laughs> we think, well, probably in the next year or two, right? Well, probably not. Uh, right. Uh, God's timing is always different than our timing, uh, mm -hmm. and and length of days, you know, can go on and on and on. But as we, you know, as we've seen things now. We've seen a one-world government function with COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, we've seen uh, a, a, a group of people, the World Economic Forum and the United Nations, publicly state we're moving toward one-world government. Mm -hmm. the, the central banks are all moving toward an electronic currency that ultimately would be one currency. Uh, those things are happening. Uh, mm -hmm. Now we got Gog and Magog forming up. Uh, coming together. And so when you look at all those things, particularly with the statement that Christ made, is that the end will come when you see Israel reformed up as a nation. 
uh, which, right. which which has now happened as well. So uh, what we would look at as we're considering this is that uh, if if in fact it's going to happen in our lifetime or even in, let's say, our children's lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I believe God said, pay attention in Revelation, is to uh, ask God, go to God, and start to at least let him discuss with us the implication of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we head toward the tribulation, uh, again, and, and we'll get into this, we'll actually have some sessions on this coming up, um, the church primarily thinks the rapture is pre-tribulation. Right. So that it almost, in, in, in what happens, which I think, see, this is what God wants us to understand. If, okay, all these things are happening and it's coming, uh, the tribulation is going to happen and, mm-hmm. uh, and at some point, maybe even in our lifetime, it does happen. If, I've, if I'm so certain of pre-tribulation, Mm-hmm. rapture what what's my what's my attitude then you really not don't care but you don't care yeah <laughs> you're not you're not asking the questions you're not um preparing the way that god may say to be preparing and getting ready because you think you're out of here so right. you're okay yeah yeah so what difference does it make um all those things coming up don't matter um okay good it happens but uh, even better is I'm gone, you know, I'm taken out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, we're going to get into this, that uh, while a lot of churches state that pre-trib rapture is certain, the Bible doesn't say that. Right. Um, and then two is that the, the big decision that will have to be made by believers, um, and again, uh, it's likely because... Uh, remember the uh, tribulation in most discussion is tied to the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a individual that you know now is, is ruling and is obviously active against Christians. And when the, when the tribulation starts, the Antichrist see, isn't even identified yet. Right. Uh, the beast. Not until the middle, right? Yeah, so, well, well in. he's in somewhere between your, uh, the first start of the tribulation and three and a half years, he moves into power. He does become identified. Okay. Um, and at the middle of the tribulation is when is he. Is the abomination of desolation. Abomination right. of desolation. Right. And he declares himself to be God. Okay. Um, and everybody worships him. The false prophet says, yes, he is. Um, that brings God's wrath. Mm-hmm. Uh, against the world who's living there. And he says his wrath comes out against everyone who took the mark of the beast. Right. Um, and uh, again, let me set the, set the stage with it, is that when the one world government takes over um, and they take over um, not out of force, mm-hmm. but out of providing a solution to a problem. Right. Okay, well, what's the problem? The problem is an economic problem that, interesting enough, they cost it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they knew what they were doing and create a deep you know, recession, so to speak, where uh, there are hardships, deep mm-hmm. hardships economically. 
for people uh, who are really struggling uh, to survive with, at the moment when it happens, um, there becomes a thought, which will be promoted, that this will be a long time and very little possibility that we can resolve it. And of course, mm-hmm. the local governments, national governments, will be providing, well, let's try this, let's try this. Um, and because they've been working uh, to not trust your governments, uh, they realize that they can't do anything because they're, they're impotent. Uh, so the chaos happens uh, with the economic situation. Then the one world government comes forward and says, hey, we've all met mm-hmm. and um, we have a solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the solution is one world currency, one world government. Uh, the rulership of the world now is going to be global. Uh, you no longer are going to be ruled just by America. You're going to be uh, under the leadership, which, which the American leadership has said yes to. Mm-hmm. But the uh, people of the world willingly uh, receive it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's not by force. Uh, and, there, and there won't be primarily a group. Uh, and think of right now the divisions. If anybody does, does anything on a major scale, mm-hmm. there's a group of people that are going to come against it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Because, well, I don't like that. And you're not you know, representing what I want. In this case... There's no group that says, we don't like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody says, boy, that's a great solution. Uh, right, which does show that the crisis is completely everybody. Yeah, everybody. That, you know, it's a worldwide crisis that yeah. um, calls a worldwide solution into place. Yeah, um, and as we uh, you know, discuss um, what, what's going to happen with that, uh, and partly... Uh, and, and we'll we'll get into this uh, that'll have implication even for our future discussions. But uh, the debt is growing and growing and growing worldwide, mm-hmm. um, and because of not only do you have a massive amount of debt, but because of inflation uh, and the pressure on inflation, the interest rates have mm-hmm. dramatically risen. So, you know, for example, right. for example, uh, at COVID and pre-COVID, uh, you could get a uh, mortgage mm-hmm. for about two and a half percent, three percent. Because of that, uh, it first of all drove prices up mm-hmm. because, well, I can afford more because uh, the interest rate's low. Uh, and then two uh, is that because of what happened with COVID, and we people realized I can work remotely, mm-hmm. um, and the company said you can re- work remotely. Uh, well, then instead of me being in a crime-ridden city or a place that isn't pleasant anymore, um, hey, I'm going to move to Colorado. You know, I'll move to mm-hmm. uh, I'll move up to uh, the lakes of New Hampshire, and uh, it drove prices up because of just demand. Right, dramatically, uh, and, yeah. And I'm sure everybody remembers that <laughs> um, it, during this time, literally people put their house up for sale, listed it at a certain price. Mm-hmm. Next week, you get 10 offers all over list. And mm-hmm. whoever has the highest offer over list usually could get it if they could provide cash, by the way. 
Right. Um, and then uh, it drove dramatically the prices raised all over the country mm-hmm. uh, because of it, except, by the way, in, in like cities where, where they're going downhill with crime and everything else. So um, the, the real estate uh, dramatically increased uh, mm-hmm. and people, you know, bought things. Um, now, uh, that was at two and a half, three percent interest. Now, a mortgage is about eight mm-hmm. percent. Um, so that's, think about that's almost three times higher interest-wise uh, right. than you could get before. So that means your payment, in essence, is three times higher. Mm. Well, that means that I can't afford as much. So now there's an automatic, what I call downsizing, Mm-hmm. Uh, by, well, I, I was going to have a 3,000 square foot house. Now I can only afford a 2,000 square foot house. But uh, good luck finding that on the market. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so there, there's still pressure with that. Mm-hmm. And because of the increase, this is something that is happening. And by the way, it's going to dramatically happen next, this next year. Uh, is that uh, the, remember the states, uh, cities, and counties... Uh, receive taxes through real estate taxes. Right. Uh, well, people are going to be shocked this next year when they get their bills because mm. they've in, they have increased fifty to a hundred percent of tax no, uh, amount that they're going to have to pay the local governments, and that's going to be a, a reduction on the amount of money I've got to live on. One. Right and the ability to then buy things called discretionary income, I have less discretionary income. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we remember when we, when we had Casey on the uh, broadcast, uh, he said there's a lot of pressure governmentally um, on things that are costing us things that are draining the ability to These grow. regulations that he yeah. talked about, right? Regulations yeah. that are there and taxes that are increasing. Well, then you start taking more discretionary income out. And uh, right now, on top of that, uh, the debt of the United States is at officially mm-hmm. $33 trillion. Wow. They were predicting in 2023 uh, a increase of $1.7 trillion in debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they exceeded that in the first six months. So it's going to be not 1.7, it'll be three. Three, wow. tr- three trillion dollars added to the trillions of dollars. Well, the implication of that is that you got to pay the interest to mm-hmm. those that hold the debt. Right. Um, and our, <laughs> our, just our interest payments now, uh, exceed $1.2 trillion a year going up. Wow. Um, and so uh, the, the since we already have trouble paying our bills, which is why we borrow, uh, and that's coming from government spending that has no restraint, mm-hmm. uh, the debt service is going up. Okay, so that's on a government scale, um, uh, and that's going to mean more taxes, and it's going to be more pressure. Uh, the personal debt, um, of the American people, uh, between, uh, credit cards and student loans, uh, and, right. and, um, uh, not including mortgages, but, but cars is $17 trillion. Uh, wow. and so the interest on that, because remember they're paying it 
primarily with credit cards. Right. And the interest on credit cards is, a high rate is of interest, 18%. Yeah. So hmm. more and more and more, uh, and people are starting to have difficulty uh, living paycheck by paycheck uh, mm-hmm. because because they're not they don't have a great savings, uh, and on top of that uh, is pressure for companies now who start to look at economically what's going to happen. I think mm-hmm. I think we're going to shrink, so we're going to start laying off people, uh, right. which which companies are uh, now all during this time so far, uh, the economy number-wise, mm-hmm. uh, appears to be doing okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a little bit of a false... Yeah, it's a little fascinating to watch, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a false thought. Eh, it'll be it'll be fine, you know. It'll mm-hmm. uh, Looks like we're going to survive all this because of just the uh, ability of the American economy to do it. But what is building, and, and I don't know if people remember... 2008, we were in the same position. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything was going, everything was growing, very high confidence. And then uh, the the uh, the situation with the mortgages uh, hit, and the big big uh, investment banks went under, and, mm-hmm. and then the cascade happened where it was a dramatic reduction. And that and and so I believe that, uh, and and everybody needs to kind of consider this is. Uh, it is starting to build where, yeah, you could look at the economic numbers and the uh, people who are trying to promote the economy are saying it's good and going to mm-hmm. be fine. But underneath, right underneath the surface, you know, when you when you look at, you know, the old proverbial discussion of the duck, you know, that right. looks calm on top, but underneath, you know, the feet are, are, are moving, uh, is uh, there's lots of activity underneath the service that appears to head us toward mm-hmm. uh, having difficulty economically, which impersonally, uh, it'll be uh, the impact on investments, the impact on potentially my source of income, mm-hmm. because um, I may be laid off. My company might not, right. might have to, you know, or reduce my pay. Um, and then I've got debt. And I've got things that I'm buying. I'm going to have more real estate taxes next year. Um, and it's all in consideration of what what is God trying to show to us about what is changing? And it's there's two questions. It's um, what's changing today that I need to mm-hmm. be I need to be aware of and pay attention to. And then two, um, as we look at the potential of the tribulation coming. What do I need to understand that? And do I need to think that perhaps we're not raptured? And if we're not raptured and we go into that tribulation, how do you want, how do you want me to live through that? Right. Given, and what does it look like to live without the mark of the beast? Right. Because you're going to have a separate economic system you need set up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and a fellowship and community mm-hmm. uh, and uh, remember, when the world says yes, it says yes out of a solution that really looks terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, and during the first three and a half years of the tribulation, it, it, it is economically terrific. Uh, mm-hmm. And by the way, uh, a couple things they're going to do is they're going to, uh, I, I, and they call it the Great Reset. 
They've actually labeled, mm-hmm. labeled it that. The Great Reset is we're going to basically release all debt and, mm-hmm. and, and start over. Why? Right. Why? Well, because we have one world government, we have one world uh, currency, and we're just going to create a brand new system mm-hmm. and, in essence, just start you know, from scratch. Now, there's interesting enough, there's a precedent for that. Mm-hmm. And it's Israel. Right. Uh, and Israel would have what's called uh, a Sabbath uh, or Jubilee uh, year. And it would every be every seventh year, it's right. Well, there would be a, every seventh year would be a Sabbath year. And that's when they go fallow, have the ground mm-hmm. go fallow, and take a break. Every 50 years, they, mm. w- they would have Jubilee and they would do a great reset. Uh, and that release was release all debts and all of that. All debt, literally, all debts wiped out, mm-hmm. and and let's all start over together. Mm-hmm. Together, and then of course during the next forty nine years, people borrow and get in debt, and every fifty mm-hmm. every fiftieth year, <laughs> great reset, uh, because they could control it. Their economy was. When su- did they stop doing that? Uh, well, they they stopped doing it. Uh, when they were uh, destroyed uh, in 70 AD. Okay. Uh, because they're no longer a nation. Right. Uh, and just okay. think about think about your question is, how do you do, you can only do a great reset if you can control the whole thing. Right. Um, if you can't, you, you don't have the power to do a great reset mm-hmm. because it, it, it's beyond you. It's bigger than you. And that's what happened. The Jews mm-hmm. were dispersed are throughout the world and they no longer could say we have Jubilee because there's nothing to have Jubilee with. Right. Uh, but yeah, that you, makes sense. If you have one world government that can control it all, it'll be a great reset and your debts will be wiped out. You'll have uh, ability to be paid uh, by the activity of the, of the government and there'll be investment and there'll be uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, jobs, etc. Everything will look good. And because of the chaos and the problem, uh, the deep problem, the solution will, on the surface, mm-hmm. look to be very, very attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, as we start to see these things come together, uh, what we're trying to do is keep raising up, pay attention, mm-hmm. and begin to get in dialogue with your inner circle, with your small group, with your uh, uh, spouses, family, and begin to discuss with God, what would you have us understand about that? And because of the, the current scenario, which is uh, a potential recession and lots of things changing mm-hmm. economically, uh, we have two questions. What's going on now that you want me to be aware of and be prepared for? And then, uh, because you still will provide me covenant. And then as we head to the tribulation, if that is during my lifetime or my children's lifetime, uh, which I think, by the way, and I'll just make the statement, then we'll, we'll end it today, is that uh, maybe what we're going through right now is just to really teach our children how to, how to really pay attention. Uh, right. Because it may wind up in their, in their uh, generation. So, right. And uh, it's important to yeah. continue passing that, the Deuteronomy yeah. 6 type. Principles, that's right? right. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we're going to go into the uh, uh, deeper into the economics. We're going to go into the rapture. We'll continue to bring update on uh, Israel. But uh, 
just be aware and start to pay attention to the changes on, mm-hmm. a, on a global basis that will impact us. Right. Uh, which is, I think, one of the reasons why God said pay attention in Revelation is don't, in a, in a sense, put your head in the sand and say, you know, what difference does it make? Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, I purposely am saying to you, it matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it matters because I can give you insight based on what? Based on truth. Right. Uh, and the truth is going to impact you. And you need to know about that truth. And then, But I do have an answer for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's the good news. So we'll we'll pick that up uh, next time awesome. when we go into it. And uh, hope everybody has a great uh, Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and the good news is at least this weekend, yeah, relax and have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it! Thanks so much for sharing all your wisdom and insight. As always, it is a pleasure just to hear and to um, for all of us to benefit from your experience and. Um, just the research you do even on all of this to help keep it in front of yeah, us. Yeah, thank you. So we appreciate that. So thank you. Um, and thanks for joining us, everyone. If you have any questions, send them in to questions at abideministries.com. Yep, and we right. will see you next time. Yep. Take care. Yep, see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.